Hey everybody, before we get to Repot It, presented by Rerouted, I wanted to let you guys know our app is live. The Rerouted app on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store on Android is live now. It is the easiest way to upload any gear that you have in your closet to be sold on Rerouted's website. If you want to check us out online, you can go to R-E-R-O-U-T-E-D.co, that's rerouted.co, or download our app on the App Store, create an account, and start uploading your gear now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Repot It. My name is Brian Shoning, your host, as always, and I'm here with none other than Chap Grubb, the founder and fearless leader of Rerouted. Chap, how's it going today, man? We haven't heard from you in a while. What's been going on? Oh, boy. It's good to be back on the pod, man. It's been a hot, hot minute. What, we are talking off mic like two two months almost? Almost two months. Yep, almost two months, about a month and a half since you were on the on the last one. Well, we've been we've been busy. I you know I think that Brian, this is a cool opportunity for us to talk a little bit less about business sometimes. And I don't know, did we announce to the podcast? Do do these people know that Sam and I are having a baby? Has they don't. Ever, has they that don't. Ever come up? That has come that has not come up. Not necessarily my uh, my news to share. <laughs> So uh, that is that has not come up, but yeah. Well, um, I probably I probably knew last time I was on the pod, but yes, Samantha, my wife, and I are having a baby, and it's going to be a baby boy. So he's we're about five months in right now, so coming along fast. But that's exciting news on our end. And then Sam and I are moving to Albuquerque, actually, in about two weeks, so that we can kind of get all of this get all this thing moving, get everything moving in the right direction. And as always, the only goal that we have is make rerouted as successful as possible and help people get the gear that they want right away. So happy to be back on the pod, big news, big stuff coming. And I don't know, man, I've been listening to all of your shows. They, they sound really great. All the guests have been really amazing. So I just got to kind of try to keep pace with all the cool guests that you've been bringing on the show. Speaking of sounding really great, that gives me uh, an opportunity to apologize for this episode. I'm having a few te- technical difficulties, so I hope that the uh, the microphone sounds acceptable. But we needed to get this episode out and wanted to wanted to just have a little have a little chat with Chap here. Uh, and so we finished up the Skate program, the Southwest Colorado Accelerator Program for for entrepreneurs. It's a it's a mouthful when you when you say the whole thing. So that's that's why they and we all call it the uh, the skate program. Um, talk a little bit about just your the experience that we had um, going through that. I know that you said we were going to talk about fun stuff and not business, but um, this was a pretty monumental thing for us that wrapped up. And uh, and yeah. I think that well, Brian, as good entrepreneurs, business is fun stuff. Absolutely, so always always happy to talk about it but you know the skate program was so incredible and all of these programs are so incredible because of the mentorship and information that becomes accessible and available this is an art form and there's no right answers the best information you get is experience doing things learning seeing problems play out, setting the right expectations because you've seen it happen before. And that's what 
these sort of mentorship accelerator programs bring to light is so much talent and so much experience and so much support. And entrepreneurship is so challenging that that support is just core. I, I don't know, Brian, did I answer your question or did I kind of? No, you have, you absolutely did. And, and I would, I would agree the, the time that I got to spend in Durango meeting, meeting with those folks was extremely special. Um, you know, being, being remote most of the time, um, it, it was, it, you were still able to develop those, those relationships, mm-hmm. which were, which were awesome. They, they did a really good job with that. Well, let's transition from, from scape to, to what we really want to talk about today. Um, which is our app, our app released, uh, about a month ago. And, uh, we posted on the podcast page the day that it was released, just a, a short little kind of description update. Uh, but we also, um, people are reminded of it on every episode there. Uh, we have, we have that clip that runs, uh, runs at the beginning to remind you to go download, download the app, but talk a little bit about some of the features and some of your, some of your favorite parts of it. Yeah, I, first of all, Brian, what I am the most excited about is the app is getting co-created with our users. We released something a month ago and now it's way better because people have talked to us, told us what they wanted, told us what was working and what wasn't working. And we've been able to go and update it. I think we've pretty much updated it every week since we released and we're seeing so much so much cool stuff happening and i guess the features that we're the most excited about brian are the uploader which is so silly easy for the user we really have it dialed down to being easier than posting on social media and that's been such a high goal of ours and then we do all of this work on the back end to make sure that that listing is organized categorized tagged and and a really high quality professional listing, but but that's not your job as the user. And our uploader on our mobile app is there. And it's funny, Brian, we still have our web uploader and I get a lot of messages from people that are like, hey, we're having this, that, and this issue with the web uploader. And I'm, hey, will you please go to the mobile app? Because the mobile app is way easier because what's really hard, Brian, is getting the photos from your phone to your computer, then getting them posted. That's what is really challenging about the web uploader and the mobile uploader is just snapping the fingers. My favorite story about uh, the mobile uploader and whenever anybody asks kind of, you know, well, why, why should I download the app or, you know, what, what kind of value does the app bring? I tell the story about while we were sitting around at lunch at outdoor retailer and we were just passing, we had an item and we were passing the item and the phone around to people who had never seen the app before. And all of them were able to upload the item in less than three minutes um, yes. without having seen it. And imagine uh, how quickly that, I think the fastest person was like 45 seconds that uploaded it that day. And, and yeah. the fact that, you know, you just get a little better, little better at it every time and, and you can be uploading gear in less than a minute. That's my favorite mobile uploader story. And, and guess what, Brian? when we continue to do our job better and continue to get more volume, we'll continue to make that easier and faster and more automated. So everything helps each other and this is all cyclical. So that's kind of feature one that I wanted to highlight is the mobile uploader. It's really, really awesome. And 
we, we've come a long way. Maybe this is a feature that you were going to talk about, but um, I wanted to ask just because it's something that, yeah, that has popped up. Um, how is browsing working on, on the app right now? Yeah, so we had originally mostly first focused on the seller side for the app because we felt like that was a really key component. And like I said, the photos, the information, the input, everything needed to be really refined mobily. However, we, we have now added very much browser in, input. You're able to, as a user, go browse all of our items, see all of our listing, do a bunch of filtering. Not only can you do filtering, you can really organize your profile so that you can receive those matches. You can say, hey, Brian, you know, what size should you wear? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. So Brian's looking for size ten and a half hiking boots. He can go and put in his size, put in his favorite brand. And then as soon as those boots go live, you're going to get a push notification via the mobile app that you're going to be able to go buy that item off of. And this is obviously step one in our grand scheme of getting to really these truly instant transactions. But we've done as much as we can to make this browsing process hands-off. You get to go in, input what you're looking for, and then sit back and wait for that gear to come deep. And our hope is that you then use that time, energy to go play outside and to go do the things that you love and, and spend less time digging through crap on the internet looking for gear that you don't want. So we have or a long use that time and upload some of the gear that you have and put it on rerouted. It'll get profile matched to somebody else and you'll sell it instantly. Yes. Yes, exactly, Brian. And so this, we've always said this community has to be large enough to facilitate that high speed, high volume transaction. And so we're obviously working on our marketing efforts and trying to keep giving you guys really good gear, trying to keep making it easier. But the more people that know about us, the more gear that's going online, the more people that go try to use that 10, you know, super, super easy uploader on our end and get that gear out of their garages and out of their closets. That's going to help us really rip this volume and this this speed that we're looking for for you guys so that like brian said my dream our dream has always been to <laughs> allow somebody to decide they want to sell something so i'm looking over in my closet right now and i have an old pair of hiking boots that i've gotten a new pair i still use both of them sometimes but if i decided i wanted to sell those hiking boots brian the the goal of the mobile app is that i could go take a picture of those hiking boots spend that one to three minutes uploading it. And then as soon as I hit upload, we approve it and then it gets sold. And somebody goes and buys it almost instantly. We send you a shipping label and we're done. So our app is taking a lot of those steps and we're getting there. And like Brian said, we've got the uploader, we've got the browsing, we've got those instant notifications. So that Brian is, that's kind of, those are the big three that we've got going on right now. and. Uh, those are the three things that are kind of the most clear and easy to describe and the most nuanced about what we're doing ourselves. Oh, and then the last thing, of course, throughout this, you can check on all your listings. You can see how all your listings are doing. You can see if they're approved. You can see where their status is. You can see if they're shipped. That's kind of 
a really cool feature that we're adding to make sure that you guys can manage your inventory really easily if you have more than one or two items, which, I mean, again, I just look over my closet, Brian, and oh boy, there's a few. I run this company and there's here that I should be selling yeah, on our website, but I'm like, eh, maybe I'll use it sometime. I'm not going to use it, Brian. I should sell it on our website. Um, I'll get off. I'll do that. You guys help me and go list your stuff and try our new mobile app. Brian, you've used it. You've, you've rated it. You've given feedback. We've gotten to co-create this, this app with everybody. What are you most excited about? What, what didn't I say? What, what, what did you like? I think that just to point out the kind of user experience that our developers have created on the app, it feels incredible to just kind of poke around there and, and it looks awesome. It's a, it's a really easy app, you know, some apps are kind of poorly laid out and kind of tough to tough to look at for an extended period of time, but um, it's a, it's a really, really well laid out and nice looking app. And I, and I, I mean, I love it. It's, I think it's been, it's been an awesome uh, kind of advancement for us and in, in kind of what we're, what we're trying to do in terms of getting that upload speed, upload speed down. Chap. Well, Oh, I go just, ahead. Brian, I know. I, I, you I know that I'm say, about to transition. So. Yes. I just want to say our hope that's listening, that'll see this, whatever. Our hope is that, you don't have to use the website that everything can be done on the mobile app that we can just kind of put it hands off for you guys. So nobody has to think about this and, and Brian's heard this before, but I'll, I'll just repeat this because I think it's so powerful. When we're drinking, I've got a sparkling water here. If I'm drinking the sparkling water out somewhere, and I see a trash can or a recycling bin, I'm always going to choose the recycling bin because it's available, it's accessible. It's easy for me to choose to put it in the recycling bin. If I'm out uh, somewhere and I know that it's completely unlikely that I'm going to see a recycling bin for hours at a time, what am I supposed to do with it? My All my options are bad. Throw it away, carry it smash it up, put it in my pocket. I don't know, a bunch of other things that I could do with it, throw it on the ground that are all bad. It's all bad. And what we're trying to do is this idea of making it as easy to choose used as making a recycling bin available everywhere. I want that recycling bin to be on your fingertips and on your phones so that you guys can buy, sell, and donate choose used gear easier than you can choose to buy something brand new. That's, that's it. You guys have heard me say stuff similar to that, but think of us as the digital recycling bin for used outdoor gear. And that's what the mobile app is really supposed to be so that it can be a bang, bang, instant, get your value, get your gear out of your closet, put it in the next generation of wilderness advocates hands. All right, Chap, tell me about something fun that you've done recently. Something, some fun outdoor so, activity that you did. Oh, uh, fun outdoor activity. Jeremy, Jeremy, who does all of our blog writing, 
came and visited me. We went to a conference in Farmington, New Mexico together. But and I went and then I went and did some sketchy, dirty, nasty, scary climbing. Uh, and we so Brian, I, I think it's been noticed on this podcast, but Samantha and I have three dogs, and our three dogs are amazing, loving, energetic dogs that love to run around, especially when we're out rock climbing. But that means that we can't go to places where there's a lot of people because yeah. it just it's a lot, man. You Brian. Give give a give a one sentence one liner about Craig Crux and Doctor Luke because you've met them all. Oh, ex- extremely loving, extremely loving. But yeah, it also tons of energy, and and fortunately, when uh, at your at your place there, you had that that fenced yard where you could let them run around. But they would run around forever. Um, oh, yeah. And as so, and as you mentioned, we've noticed probably on the podcast at some point, but definitely in meetings, they make a good amount of noise too at times. Uh, yeah, and they're they're not they're not small dogs. They're they're in the fifty to sixty five pound range. So point being, when Jeremy came, we wanted to take the dogs out with us, but we had to go off the beaten path. We don't get to go where everybody goes. We go way out there. And we started climbing. And both Jeremy and I are experienced rock climbers that are devastatingly out of shape compared to what we had once been at previous points in our lives. So we are not idiots and we did something very mellow. I am going up this climb, Brian, and just throwing rocks down. Just oh this is loose this is loose this is loose putting my putting my foot my, on these little edges and just kind of tapping them and they're just and jeremy's got a helmet on beneath me and just kind of in a cave blaying me it was great we had a great time it was everything that i remembered it being i made it perfectly safe i climbed the route great and then jeremy went up and climbed the route great and then we hung out for an hour and it was sketchy and perfect and the right amount of risk. And we had a great time. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to is you do things the right way and you get to climb sketchy, chossy rock climbs like that. All right. What was your favorite piece of gear that you had on that trip? Jeremy's helmet, that the helmet that he was wearing, definitely, definitely the winner of the day. He got, he got dinged. Dinged a couple of times with <laughs> got dinged a couple of times, but the the one um, I would also say, Brian, that saw the video of Mary, uh, the the girls gone wide video of them doing the rock climbing. The gear that they use, those big camelots, you know, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, I'm having it. How would you describe it to the? How would you describe a Camelot to the audio, to to the people just listening to this? On I audio? don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. Metal teeth fits in a crack. It, it's supposed to compress fill space, and it's a safety device. 
you guys can look up a spring-loaded camming device on the internet and and see what it really looks like if you're really curious. But you asked about my favorite piece of gear. There was a very long stint of this climb where I only had the one piece of really big gear that fit. So there's a lot of me similarly to how Mary and Kaya climbed in that video wedged in this flaking, dirty, nasty crack with bumping this piece of gear up in pretty low quality, soft rock. And me just looking down at Jeremy, like, Hey, man. And he's like, you got it. And I'd move like another six inches. And then I'd be like, Jeremy, I'm a little scared. And he's like, you got it. And then I'd move up a little bit more. So that was fun. And like I said, all good. We're all safe. And that's why it's fun because I I was scared, but at no point was it like, I was smart. I've done this a lot. It was not dangerous. I'm being dramatic to make the story fun. And it was nerve wracking, but that's why we do it. Right. That's, that's the point. Um, Cool, Brian. All right. Any final thoughts, chat, before we wrap up here, we were going to do 10 minutes and we did 20 minutes, but so, so she goes. It's, uh, it's always good to be on the show. I'm really excited. I feel like there's a lot of good stuff coming, uh, in the show, in the business, in the marketing, on the website, on the mobile app. I'm, I'm over the moon and, and something somebody pointed out earlier to me this week when we were talking about our brand is how obvious it is what we care about and why this is important and the people that are listening to the show the the people that are signed up on our website the people that are downloading the mobile app the people that are buying and selling gear through us also see that they see what matters they see why it's urgent they see why it's important so I guess my my final thought is I'm super grateful to all of you that will hear this and to all of you that are in our sphere for helping make this possible and so excited to just keep solving this problem in a better and better way every day for you all. Awesome. Thanks, Chep. Appreciate your time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have an awesome day. Rock on. Bye.